Om Sam Saraswati Namaha. Namaste. Namaste, everyone. This evening on page 81 of the Shiva Advanced Puja, we're going to begin the discussion of the proclamation of merits and eternal blessings. Uh, Om peace be unto you. Om increase or nourishment be unto you. Om satisfaction be unto you. Om positive change be unto you. Om freedom from obstacles be unto you. Om life be unto you. Freedom from disease be unto you. Om consciousness of infinite goodness be unto you. Om consciousness of infinite goodness in all action be unto you. Om progress and increase in all action be unto you unto you and that means may all action yield the progress or increase or may you progress through action Om progress and increase in all ways of truth be unto you and progress in or increase in all knowledge be unto you and progress or increase in scriptures be unto you and progress or increase in wealth and grains be unto you Om may your beloved deity be your wealth May you remain safe and secure without any fear. Oh, may sin, the sickness, impurity, and that which is not conducive unto welfare leave from you. Bago, get out of here. That's the end of all that is, all the negativities, they're, they're taking flight. Om, the creative capacity with the greatest merit, the cause of the birth of creation, eternally has its being in the tree of wisdom. May his blessing of merit be bestowed upon us. Om Punyaham, Om Punyaham, Om Punyaham. Om Brahmins, my sincere effort is to perform the worship of Shiva. Let these activities yield merit. Om, let these activities yield merit. Om, let these activities yield merit. And remember, the merit that we're seeking is the privilege to sit with God. Oh, with the solidity of the earth, let supreme welfare be. May the rishis, the attained ones, and the celestial singers bestow welfare upon us. Oh, Brahmins, my sincere effort is to perform the worship of Shiva. Let these activities bestow welfare. Oh, let these be activities bestow welfare. Let these activities bestow welfare. Let these activities bestow welfare. May the ocean yield prosperity as it did when the great goddess of true wealth and others were produced. Fully and completely giving forth excellent luster, may prosperity be unto us. Om Brahmins, my sincere effort is to perform the worship of Shiva. Let these activities bestow prosperity. 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 Let these activities bestow prosperity.
Let the eternal blessings which changes, uh, great changes of indestructible merit and welfare be with us. May the Lord who removes all obstacles be pleased and grant to us eternal blessings. O Brahmins, my sincere effort is to perform the worship of Shiva. Let these activities bestow eternal blessings. Oh, may life be filled with eternal blessings. May life be filled with eternal blessings. May life be filled with eternal blessings. This is Puja. Oh, the eternal blessings to us, O oh, rule of the pure, who perceives all that changes. The eternal blessings to us, searchers for truth, knowers of the universe. The eternal blessings to us, O oh, divine being of light, to keep us safe. The eternal blessings to us, O oh, spirit of all-pervading delight, grant that to us. Who is born from the churning of the ocean, the cause of bliss to the worlds, the beloved of Vishnu and welfare herself, may Sri, the highest respect. Remember, Sha means Shanti, Ra means your mind, E means your heart. The highest respect is having complete peace in your mind and in your heart. When we can listen and look with complete silence, with complete shanti in our mind, in our heart, then we are offering respect. O oh, Brahmins, my sincere effort is for, to perform the worship of Shiva. Let these activities bestow the highest respect. Let these activities bestow the highest respect. Let these activities re bestow the highest respect. Let these activities bestow the highest respect. Own the highest respect to you, goal of all existence, wife of the full and complete night, the unknowable one, at whose sides are the stars and who has the form of the relentless search for truth. O oh, Supreme Divinity, O oh, Supreme Divinity, my Supreme Divinity, all existence is my Supreme Divinity. As the son of Mrikund, that's Markandeya, found imperishable life, may we be united with life and blessed with a hundred autumns. Oh, may a hundred autumns be unto you. Remember the story of Markandeya. Mrikund Muni was doing puja to Shiva. He says, Shiva came and said, what do you want? And Mrikund said, I want to have a son. And Shiva said, what? On earth are you thinking? What are you going to do with a son? Uh, choose some other boon. And Marie said, no, that's really what I want. She said, I'll tell you what I'll do. I'll give you either a long-lived stupid son or I'll give you a short-lived smart one. Which would you rather have? And the Rishi said, well, guy, having a dumb son is no fun. So I would take the smart son. And she said, okay, but he's going to die at the age of 16. Well, when Markandeya took birth, Mrikund, the father, said, son, I want you to worship Lord Shiva. You got to learn how to worship Shiva. Learn the Shiva puja. 
and Markandeya was really an excellent pujari. So as he grew closer and closer to the age of 16, his dad got very dejected and Markandeya said, Dad, what's the problem? Why are you so dejected? And Rikund Muni said, my son, I have to tell you the truth. She came to me and said, you want a dumb son? And I said, that's no fun. He said, I said, I'll take the smart son, but you're going to leave at the age of 16. Well, Markandeya said, That's, uh, uh, let's see if we can't change that destiny. I'm going to worship Shiva with the full and complete advanced Shiva Puja. And I'm going to do it with the utmost sincerity. I'm going to pay attention to what's being said. I'm going to learn the meaning of these mantras. And I'm going to do it with full and complete focus and devotion as though my life depended upon it. Which it did. And Markandeya began to worship Shiva. Yamraj came and said, Okay, Markandeya, you're 16 years old. Come with me. It's time to go to the kingdom of death. And Markandeya grabbed onto that Shiva lingam. He said, I'm not leaving this Shiva. This is my Shiva. If I'm going, he's got to come too. And Yam said, The God of death, I can't take that heavy Shiva lingam down to, to the, the kingdom of death. Uh, you're coming with me alone. Mark and Dear said, I'm not letting go. Shiva, protect me. And Shiva came and said, okay, um, leave him alone. <laughs> Let him stay. So just like Mark and Dea found imperishable life, may we be united with life and blessed with a hundred autumns and a hundred springs and summers and winters and falls as well. May a hundred autumns be unto you, or as the imperishable union of Siva and Gauri, or Krishna and Gauri, as the case may be, as the soul of kings manifested in the respected Ram, so may the goddess of respect forever be united with us and always dwell in our house. May our house be the re residence of Sri. The re Srimas Ashram. <laughs> ah, we'll call it Sri Nivasan. Ah, where Sri Nivas Pratihan. Om may respect be unto you, Om may respect be unto you, Om may respect be unto you. That means pay attention to everything you do. Show your respect through your every action. Puja is not just putting flowers on the altar, puja is a way of life where everything we do, every action that we perform is a reflection of our respect and our attentiveness, our determination to please God through effective action in the service of humanity. The Lord of all beings, the protector of the worlds, the creator Brahma, the support of the gods, may the Supreme Lord be graciously and eternally and always protect us. May the Supreme Lord, the Lord of all beings, be pleased. How do you please the Supreme Lord of all beings? Pay attention and Demonstrate the sincerity of your respect, the sincerity of the privilege to be where you are doing what you're doing just in order to show your love to God.
May life and eternal blessings be unto those who perform this worship and to those who assist. <clears throat> if you set up the puja nicely, you get the blessings too. Life and eternal blessings. I needed a few more flowers this morning. They were a little short. Ah, may respect be given to the priests who impart this wisdom. Ta-dum, ta-dum. Jai Sri Ma, may we respect Shri who has Shanti in her mind and Shanti in her heart, may we give her our respect. Oh, may this invocation for eternal blessings find excellent prosperity. And now we're going to purify the, the ordinary water, the Samanya Arga. It's an ordinary offering of purification. So we're going to draw the Samanya Arga uh, uh, yantra with bindu, which means a place where we're one pointed, focused, submerged in the unity with God. And the three corner, the equilateral triangle outside of the, the one pointed bindu, bindu, three konu, bashu konu. Uh, so then we are going to the equal triangle. All the threes are in perfect balance. All the harmony of the all the threes, all Uma, Brahma, Vishnu, Mahesh, Amring, Klima, Kalima, Lakshmi, Sirsa, all the threes, the gross body, the subtle body, the cosmical body, all the threes are in perfect balance and perfect harmony. And there's a circle, the outside, which touches all three corners, and that is creation. The infinity of manifested existence, outside of which is a square, and that's Chatur Barg. The four aspirations for taking manifestation in a physical form, Dharma, Artha, Kama, and Moksha. And Dharma is the ideal of perfection. Artha are the resources necessary to maintain that ideal. Kama is the dismissal of any other desire that takes us away from the ideal. And when we have those three in perfect balance, that is moksha, liberation, otherwise known as self-realization. We'll take some grains of rice and we'll put it on our yantra and we'll say, Om, we bow to the primal energy. Om, we bow to the support of the earth. Om, we bow to infinity. Om, we bow to the earth. Stung, sting, stiro, baba. And put your vessel on top of the rice, which is on top of the yantra, and that will be your water pot, which is going to contain the water, which is going to purify everything that we're going to offer. Be still in the gross body. Be still in the subtle body. Be still in the causal body. Hey, be still. Purify. Fuck. And now let's fill up that water pot with all the waters from all the rivers. Remember the Ganga and the Jamana and all the holy rivers, the five senses and the Ida and the Pingala, these seven rivers. 
tears are going to go in. All our attention is going right into that water pot. And that is the water which we will use. We'll collect it from all the holy places of pilgrimage. Gangi cha jamana cheva, Godavari, Saraswati, Narmade, Sindhu Kaveri, Jalisneen, Sanidhingaru. We mix all of these waters together. Ganga is the Ira, Jamana is the Pingala, the other five rivers are the five senses. Now, where else will your wandering mind go? Go into the water pot. And that's the, that attentiveness, that respect, that's the water which we will use to purify everything we're going to offer. Offer some leaves of Tulsi, Omeng, Ring, Kling, Sring, Brindam, Namah. Own wisdom, Maya, increase to she who resides in Vrindavan, and that's the bond of Brinda. And Brinda means delight or Ananda, bliss. And Abhanya, of course, is the, the forest of delight. She who resides in the forest of delight, that's the Tulsi, that's Radha. And, uh, who, I am one with God, Swa, Ha. Swa is my own, God is my own. Ha is Ishwar. God is my own. I am one with God. And now we're going to offer three waters into the water pot with the mantras. With these scented flowers, Om Ah, that's A. We bow to the 12 aspects of the realm of the sun. Tapini, Tapini, Dumra, Marichi, Dwalini, Ruchi, Sudumra, Bogda, Vishwa, Bodhini, Darini, Kshama. Containing heat, emanating heat, smoky ray producing, burning, lustrous, purple or smoky red, granting enjoyment universal, which makes known, productive of consciousness, which supports, which forgives. With these scented flowers, Om Um Shoma Mandalaya Shorash Kalatmane Nama. With these scented flowers, Om U, we bow to the 16 aspects of the realm of the moon. So you've got the sun and the moon and the fire, the three eyes of God. The sun and the moon and the fire, the 16 aspects of the realm of the moon, Amrita, Pranada, Pusha, Tushti, Pushti, Rati, Driti, Shoshini, Chandrika, Kanti, Jochna, Sri, Priti, Ungoda, Purna, Punamrita, Nectar, which sustains life, which supports satisfying, nourishing, playful, constancy, unfailing, producer of joy, beauty, enhanced by love. You know, things are beautiful, but when you love them, they become even more beautiful. They are enhanced by love. Light, grander of prosperity, affectionate, purifying the body, complete, full of bliss. And he taken the push mom, bunny, mandalaya, daskalatmane, nama, with these scented flowers, oh, more, M, we bow to all, oh, more, om. With these scented flowers, we bow to the ten aspects of the realm of fire. So you've got the sun, you've got the moon, you've got the fire, and those are dumra, archi, dwalini, shukshma, dwalini, bisfulingini. Um, Susri, Surupa, Kapila, Hapya Kapya Boha. 
Smoky red, flaming, shining, subtle, burning, sparkling, beautiful, well-formed, tawny, the messenger to gods and ancestors. And now we've got the Matsya Mudra. See the fish swimming over the ocean of, of existence. The Sansar Samudra Parkorche. Uh, this the fish, he's, he, uh, he's going to take us in with these waters over this ocean of worldliness. And then we're going to do, from the Matsya Mudra, we'll do the Dana Mudra. And you take your hands, and it's also called the Amriti Karan Mudra. And you can see the nectar, the Amrit, the nectar of pure de delight, the nectar of bliss, pouring forth from the palms of your hands right over all the offerings that you wish to make. And you'll use the Ankush Mudra. Remember in our youth we used to call it the Ankuth Mudra, but it, now we call it the Ankush Mudra, and this purifies just like Ganesh's Ankush. Uh, uh, it's the, the Muhut who, who makes the elephant to move. He's going to make this elephant move over to. And we say Gangi Chalya Gangi Gamjis Jamana Godavari Saraswati Narmada Sindhu Kaveri. These waters are mingled together. Om Namoshibaya ten times Om Namoshibaya 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 Amritam Guru Swaha make this immortal nectar and sprinkle that water Obishik on everything on all the objects you're going to offer especially the worshiper especially the flowers especially the fruits the sweets the everything you can as far as you can throw that water make it all immortal nectar and now we're going to use the Prathana Mudra you can see we're, we're opening our fingers in prayer and we're going to use the, the Amritika Dana Mudra again, Pushpa Pushpa Maha Pushpa Su Pushpa Pushpa Samba Bay Pushpa Chaya Bakirdecha Hum Home flowers, flowers, oh great flowers, excellent flowers, flowers in heaps and scattered about, cut the ego, purify. I am one with God. And now we're going to take one flower, and offer it, and just wipe your hands with that flower. So now I purified the water with which I purified the flowers with which I purified my hands. And this is getting pretty pure. This is cleanliness is next to godliness, and because of my love, my respect, my attentiveness, my focus, I don't want to offer any impurity to God. I want to take every step I possibly can to purify everything I'm going to touch and offer and say and speak to the extent of my capacity. That will go a long way to demonstrating the sincerity of my longing to be in the presence of God. Just little things that I can do. When I shine the pot, I'll make it shine, chuck, chuck. I'll make it shine dazzling. When I shine the utensils, when I fear, I'll purify with soap and water, I'll purify with elbow grease, I'll purify by rubbing things with ashes and sand, and I'll purify with mantra, I'll purify with yantra, I'll purify with tantra. Every means at my disposal I will use to make as much 
a demonstration of purity and clarity to show the, the sincerity of my focus. Om wisdom, the divine fire with the weapon purified. Wipe your hands with that flower which has been purified by the water, which was purified by the, with, with everything is pure. And now we're going to begin the worship of Shiva. Let's start with Shiva's Gayatri Om Sadashivaya Bhimake Sahasrakshaya Bhimake Tamno Shambho Prachodoyat Om, we meditate upon the perfect, full, complete, always continuing consciousness of infinite goodness. Contemplate he whose thousand eyes see everywhere. May that giver of bliss grant us increase. Now remember, Shiva has five faces. You should see the deity on the altar. The first face is Sadyojata, who always continually gives birth to truth. Satyata. Om Sadyojatam Prapadyami. Om, I extol the birth of truth as pure existence. Again and again I bow down to the birth of truth as pure existence in being after being beyond all being who himself is all being from whom came all being to that existence I bow. I bow to the beautiful God who is beloved. That's the second face, Dave, the God of love. Bama also means left, but, and we talk about Bamachara, which means the, the left-handed path. But uh, here we're talking about the beloved God. Uh, I bow to the beautiful God who is beloved. I bow to the pleasant one. I bow to the ultimate one. I bow to the reliever of sufferings. I bow to time. I bow to the cause of the illumination of darkness. I bow to the source of strength. I bow to the progenitor of strength. I bow to the fashioner of all the elements. I bow to the mind of all minds. He's got a big mind. Ask Shiva what's on your mind. <laughs> It's easier for him to tell you what's not. <laughs> the third face is Agora, who is free from fear of every kind. I bow to he who is free from fear, who instills the fear of evil, who saves the righteous from fear, who is within all the all of everything. May we give our respect to he who is the form of the reliever of sufferings. Asru triate itirudra. He takes away the tears. He relieves us of all our sufferings. The fourth phase is Tatpurush. Uh, that full, complete, and perfect universal consciousness. Pura, full, complete, and perfect. Isha, consciousness. The ruler, the seer, the, the perceiver of all. We meditate upon that universal consciousness, contemplate the great God. May that reliever of sufferings grant us increase. Prach Udoya, 
Udoi means to rise, and prach means continually rise, 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 rise. We took poetic license that said, grant us increase, but it means really may it continually rise and rise and rise within us. Pracha Udoi. And the last face, the fifth face, is Ishana, the seer of all, the ruler of all, the lord of all, the seer of all, who is all knowledge, the lord of the universe, who is all existence. Before the creative consciousness, that means he's before Brahma, he's before the creation, he's before Vishnu, before, uh, before the knowers of consciousness, existing in eternal delight as the consciousness of infinite good. He is Shiva, Mangala. With these scented flowers home, we bow to he who takes away. With these scented flowers home, we bow to the Supreme Lord of all. And now we'll meditate upon another form of Shiva. We always meditate upon he who shines like the white mountains because he's covered with ashes. Uh, ornamented by a digit of the moon on his head. Remember, he saved Chandra uh, from the curse of Daksha. Daksha said, uh, you're going to disappear. You're going to wither away to nothing. And Chandra started shrinking and he cried, Shiva, Shiva, save me, save me. Uh, uh, Shiva came and said, Chandra, how'd you get so small? You look like Swami on a diet. Um, <laughs> Almost. Naughty. Naughty. No. So Chandra said, it was Daksha's curse. He cursed me that I'm going to wither away to nothing. And Shiva said, well, I can't take away the curse, but I'll give you a blessing. After you wither away to nothing, you'll again grow to your full size. Please don't give me that blessing, Mom. <laughs> uh, so uh, there, therefore, uh, we have the Krishna Paksha the dark fortnight where the moon shrinks, and we have the Shukla Paksha where the moon grows. Uh, so Chandra was very happy with that uh, blessing, and he said, in exchange for that, I'm going to always stay as an ornament on your head. With the ornamented by a digit of the moon on his head, his body shines like jewels. In his left hands he displays an axe and the mrig mudra, which is the kalpatara mudra, which with the thumb, the middle, and ring fingers joined with the pointer and the pinky extended up, the kalpatara mudra, and in his two and right hands he shows the mudras granting blessings and fearlessness. So here's that Kalpatara mudra. He takes the energy from above and he receives it below and then he transmits it to us. And that is the mudra which grants the Kalpataru anything you can think of that you desire, that you want to get. You're going to get it. You can get anything you want at Shiva's restaurant. <laughs> And he shows blessings and fearlessness. He is a beautiful appearance, seated in a full lotus asana. On his four sides, the gods are present, singing hymns of praise. His wearing apparel is a tiger skin. He is before the universe and the cause of the universe. He removes all fear, has five faces and three eyes on each face. That's 15 eyes. <laughs> All right, now we're going to touch the earth and establish our pot. Let's purify the earth. Om Bhu Rasi Bhumi Rasi Aditi Rasi Vishwadara. 
Oh, you are the object of sensory perception. The earth stands for all that is perceivable through the senses. You are the goddess who distributes the forms of the earth. You are the producer of the universe, the support of all existing things in the universe. Control or sustain the earth. Maintain it. Firmly establish the earth. Make the earth efficient in its motion and give some rice to the place where you just touched. You are the grains which satisfy and gladden the gods, gladden the sacrifice, gladden the Lord of sacrifice, bring satisfaction to us through sacrifice. So they were giving grains which is nourishment and you need a few calories. You can't just keep withering away to nothing. So we're giving sustenance and nourishment now we're going to uh, place our pot on top of the grains of rice, which is on top of the yantra, which uh, we touch when we were uh, purifying the earth. Cause the effulgent fire of perception to enter into your highly honored container for renewed nourishment. Remaining there, let it increase in thousands so that upon removable, abounding and spotlessly pure strength that may come flowing into us. Hey, pot! You are this container of consciousness. Make this container full of illuminated consciousness. I'm going to give into this pot all the wealth of perception, all the, all the, all the objects which are necessary, all the resources which are necessary to maintain the ideal of perfection I'm going to put in the pot. Now we can fill it up with water. You waters are declared the ultimate of waters established in all creation, begotten, abiding in waters as the eternal law of truth. Always abiding in waters as the eternal law of truth and forever abiding waters as the eternal law of truth. I just went, <clears throat> while you were sitting here, you closed your eyes for a few seconds and I went to all holy places of pilgrimage and took a bucket of water from each of them. I brought them all back here. And now I'm pouring all that holy water from all, from all the shrines and all the rivers and all the oceans. I'm pouring it into our pot. This symbolizes I'm filling it with purity and goodness. Now I'm going to place some wealth in that pot. We use the five coins. You can use any, you could use five diamonds if you like, or any kind of jewels that you like to put. But what you're doing is putting all your wealth into the pot. And let wealth, even abundance, be victorious. Let wealth be sufficient as to be victorious over the severe ocean of existence. As a bow to protect us safe from the enemies of desire, let it be victorious to illuminate all. So we want sufficient wealth that we don't have to think about. What am I going to eat tomorrow? <laughs> How am I going to buy the groceries next week? Place a fruit on top. That which bears fruit and that which bears no fruit, that with flowers and that with flowers as well, to we who exist born of the Lord of the vast, set us free. All this is God. So here we are giving the fruit from all of our karma. 
And that is the head of our deity which we're making. And if you can see on the altar, the, all the pots on the altar have a piece of fruit on that, and it's the happiest piece of fruit you ever met. They all got a smile on their faces. And we break that cinder, that, uh, that vermilion powder, and we put a smile and a little bindu, a chandra, a little half moon, and a bindu which shows a smiley face. The pious mark of red vermilion symbolizing the ocean of love. Sindhu is Aruna. Aruna drives the chariot for the light of wisdom. The sun's charioteer is Aruna, and the Sindhu is the color of Aruna. Because when the rising, the sun rises in the morning, it touches the horizon, it turns red vermilion. And then it rises up, and that love brings the fiery ball which get brighter and brighter until you you look upon the sun you look upon Krishna it's like the light of a thousand suns you can't even see you can't even look at it for any length of time it is so bright that Krishna radiates light so the love brings the light of wisdom and that's the sindhu that we put on her face Allow the vibrance of youth to fly as the stream of ghee pours into the flames those spirited steeds of the divine fire consume the logs of wood increasing the will and self-reliance of the worshiper. Now here, it's just like the yagya fire when you pour the ghee in and the fire sh shoots up to the ceiling in the same way we put the sindur and a happy face on our deity and then we have a, a very happy coconut. This red colored powder indicates love who drives the chariot of the light of wisdom with which we are worshiping our Lord. Please be pleased. O great seer of all, with this offering of red-colored powder, Om, I bow to the consciousness of infinite goodness. Om Sam Saraswati Namaha. Before we proceed with all the other offerings that we're going to offer to this deity who is being constructed in our very presence, imminently she's come from the unmanifest and she's becoming manifest more deeper and deeper and bringing us into closer proximity and a more intense relationship. Let's see if there are any questions about what we've done so far. We have a question from Srini in Bangalore. Namaste, Srini Baba. How are the sun, the moon, and the fire related to the spiritual journey of the sadhak, especially when we sit for worship? Srini, the three eyes in the face of consciousness are the sun, the moon, and the fire. The sun is the light of wisdom. The moon is the illumination of devotion. And the fire is the purification of meditation. And the sun, the moon, and the fire say that I take the wisdom and fill myself with devotion and put myself into meditation. And from that harmony, that unity, that unity of the trilogy, the threes, all the threes, I can function efficiently in this world. And that's the meaning of sadhu. Sadhu is someone who is efficient. So when the sun and the moon and the fire unite in our worship, we get wisdom and devotion and 
the purification of meditation. And from that place, we perform whatever offering we want, whether it be to our beautiful deity, or to our satsang, or to our guru, or every time we perform any function in life, we perform with the sun and the moon and the fire. We have a question from Kantananda in Colorado Springs. Namaste, Kanta! Why do we ask for forgiveness in the pujas? What is it within us that needs that forgiveness? Oh, Kanta, every moment, Aparada Sahasrani, I create thousands of mistakes. Boy, who, how many breaths did you take today without saying the name of God? How many times did you forget? I make so many mistakes every day, every moment. Huh, please forgive me. I want to have the attitude of gratitude on my lips and the, that appreciation, that concept of I am forgiven. That she forgives me. She knows I'm her child and I'm trying to do the best I can, but I've got to do other things and so it's okay to take a breath without saying the name of God. It's love for God. It's love for God. We have a question from Vivekananda in Seattle. Namaste Vivek! Is there such a thing as Panchakshara or Sodakshara Vidhi, like Navarna Vidhi for Shiva's mantra? Yes, there is, and we'll get to it later in the text. Uh, principally, we're saying Na, Ma, Shi, Ba, Ya. It's Panchakshara Vidhi. And then there's a Nyas, and there's a Dignyas, and there's a Karananganyas, and there's a Hridayadinyas, and we'll get to various forms. There's a, a, a Panchakshara Stotram there. And so we're going to use the Panchakshara Vidhi all through the Shiva worship. We have a question from Nanda in San Jose. Namaste, Nanda Ma! Sometimes I feel like I talk to you many times a day, and other times I talk once a month. What is the best way to stay connected with both of you every day without disturbing you? Would it be to perform a Guru Puja and mentally thank you? Please advise. Send me an email. <laughs> Talk to me every day and don't miss a day. I get lonesome when I don't hear from you. Uh, especially if you disappear for a month. I get scared. My goodness, where has her mind gone? Not to... Sansar bole apun 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 to keo nai. I am you. I am you, okay. Yeah, yes, please keep in contact. Don't allow that to happen. She says, what about keeping in contact with Ma? Absolutely. At least one of us. We'll share the news. I promise you, we'll share the news. Uh, there are times that she talks to me during the day. Sometimes. <laughs> we have a question from Swarupananda in Seattle. Namaste, Swarup. Namaste. How do we make everything we do part of the puja? Will it happen naturally as we perform the sadhana? It will happen naturally, but why don't we work in that direction? Let's keep a state of remembrance about us. Let's keep a state of efficiency about us. Let's do everything that we do because I'm doing it for Srima. I'm going to do it for Shiva. I'm doing it for my guru. 
I'm going to do it to the best of my ability. I don't care if it's washing a dish or cleaning the sink or cleaning the toilet or whatever you have to do. You've got to do stuff in life. Do it with love and do it with energy and do it with to the best of your ability. So that's, that'll make it fun. Have fun. Sing. Sing while you do it. Chant the mantra while you're doing it. Remember. Make your dharma a way of life. Don't make it a practice. Live! We have a question from Sadhana Shakti. Namaste, Sadhana! Why is it that we don't purify our mouths and hands at the very beginning of the puja? There are so many things we've got to do all together, Sadhana. We do it soon enough, as soon as we can. We do Achman, Om Vishnu, Om Vishnu, Om Vishnu. Uh, we, we do as soon as we can, but the first thing I want to do when I open the door and I see that it's you, my de beloved deity, standing there looking at me, I'm not going to go run and wash my hands. I'm going to say, Namaste, come on in. I'm so happy to see you. I'm so privileged to be able to look into your eyes and tell you how happy I am you chose to come to my house. I'm not going to go run and wash my hands first thing. I'm going to say, Come on in and have a seat. Take a load off. Hey, let me wash your feet. We have a question from Ryan in San Jose. Namaste, Ryan. The Narad Bhakti Sutras say that Bhakti is the offering of all acts to God and feeling the highest pangs of separation on the occasion of losing remembrance of Him. What should a person think if he catches his mind wondering? How should we feel the highest pangs of separation, especially when God is everywhere? Ryan, let's add to that definition with love, with joy, with a sense of privilege. And now let's, if we can say that the highest devotion, the highest meaning of devotion is offering whatever you do as a privilege. It's not a duty. It's not an obligation. It's not a responsibility. It's a privilege to do what you're doing because you get the opportunity to demonstrate your sincerity. The sincerity of your love for God and Guru. Now take that attitude and put it into the efficiency of your every action. And that will be the Bhakti Sutras. This will be the Bhakti Sutras demonstrated by Ryan, not spoken by Narad. We have a question from Julia. Yes, Julia, namaste. In relation to the Punya Havachan and the Swastivachan, the you and us, can we apply this to the world, praying for all, and this will be our peace activism? Absolutely, you activists are all alike. Uh, we want to protest uh, everything. I protest the lack of peace in this earth, in this world. Uh, and yes, I'm resorting to activism in order to do so. May peace be unto you. And that means not just you, God, but you, world. And I'm part of the world, so I get to have a little prasad. Shantirastu, Pushtirastu, Tushtirastu, Vridirastu, Ayushamastu, Arogyamastu. It's all of us. And I get a little bit of the prasad. We have another question from Vivekananda. Yes, Vivek. 
How can I access the special bhava and shakti in the mudras? They feel so esoteric and beyond the mind, and when I perform them, I do not feel anything. You will. Just wait. Don't, don't get greedy. Give, give up your spiritual materialism. I'm going to accomplish this right now. No, no, no. Enjoy the fact that you're taking a journey. Be privileged to take the journey. You're learning more. First you learn the meaning, and then you learn the pronunciation, and then you learn the placement of the fingers, and then you put it all together, and you try to figure out what you're doing, and then it becomes second nature to you, and you start feeling it, and you put your fingers into that position, and it automatically, you just feel, you can't help but feeling what it means when you get filled with that energy. It just becomes the most natural way to say, Ihagacha, please come here. Ihatishta, I establish you within my heart. Ihashanirudjeshwa, please forgive me for any inconvenience this creates for you. Ihashanihitavava, but I'm binding you with an oath that I love you, I'm worshipping you, I'm privileged to be able to, to sing this liturgy of my love. Just love. Just love. The deeper you get into the love affair, Vivek, the less you need Vivek. <laughs> you start feeling your way in the relationship and you stop thinking about it. And you don't have to think your way through a love affair, you just go with the flow. <clears throat> I'm telling that to you and your wife. Go with the flow. We have a question from Ambika in Princeton. Namaste Ambika! Namaste Sham! Pranam, I understand that we purify ourselves before puja. What is the best way to continually purify ourselves throughout the day? Oh, throughout the puja we are purifying ourselves. And throughout the day we are doing puja. So how can you not be pure? You, everything you do is part of the puja. You didn't stop puja with the last mantra or the last flower. You went into the kitchen and cooked a meal for Sham, and I'm coming over for Prasad, and that was part of the puja. You went in the, you went to your university and you taught and you lectured and you 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 inspired your students. That was part of the puja. You went into your office and you had your office hours and you consulted with all the students at Princeton and. What can I say? You're doing puja all day long. You're purifying yourself between each and every activity. Take a deep breath. Do a bhutshuddhi. Purify the elements. Do a antardhyad. Do some meditation. Just take a pause and refresh yourself. It's like taking a Ganga snan, bathing in the Ganges. You're purifying yourself through every function of the puja, and the puja is going on all day long. The puja we do at the altar, Ambika, is just to remind us whether we need it or not. We just want to remind ourselves that life is puja. 
It's all part of the puja. It's a guided meditation with the sun and the moon and the fire. We are using our wisdom and, and, and a, 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 a illuminating our devotion so that we can move into the light of meditation, the purification, the purifier of the sun and the moon and the fire, the purity of meditation. And with those three eyes, we're going to see the world. And with those three attitudes, we're going to perform every function that we perform in the, in the world. That's why we do the puja, to remind us that all life is puja. Please don't think it only goes on in the temple. Don't dissolve your with worldly attachment. <laughs> wow! <laughs> Please take mother's advice. Don't dissolve yourself with worldly attachment. We have another question from Nanda. Namaste Nanda Ma. Pranam. Sometimes when I do puja, giving offerings, jewelry, cloth, etc., I feel like I am, I am a kid playing with dolls. How to remind myself that I'm doing what I'm doing is in fact sacred? Oh, that's not so bad. <laughs> to be a kid playing with dolls, that would be pretty cool too. Yeah, it is a sacred exercise. I'm not just giving you a bribe, and it's not just a game, but it, it's really nice not to be in the mind of an adult who's trying to, to manipulate circumstances so I get the fulfillment of my desires. At least if you're a kid playing with dolls, you're not an adult trying to manipulate the world so into the image of what you want, the fulfillment of your, your desires. So that's a step up. But even better, I am trying to rehearse what I'm going to do when God comes to visit me at my house. All of us are saying, God, 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 come on and visit me. Come to my house. What are you going to do when she comes? Most of us will be, <laughs> no, 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 no. Actually, when you do the puja, practice as though she has already arrived. Rehearse. The sequence of events, come here, sit down, let me take your coat, let me take your, let me wash your feet, let me comb your hair, let me give you a bath, let me make something for you to eat, I'm ready for you. Remember Shabari Mat, her guru was Matang Muni. Matang Muni, Shabari was a young girl, she said, the guru said, I'm going to heaven, you stay here. She said, why do I have to stay here by myself? Why can't I go to heaven with you? He said, one day Ram is coming to this ashram. Do not miss the opportunity. You are going to see God every day for the rest of her life. She picked flowers and put them in the path. And she picked fruits and she put them in the bowl. And she made an asan for Ram to sit upon. And she was an old lady and life had passed by her. And one day, two sannyasis came walking up the path. And Ram came. 
and she knew why her guru said, don't miss this opportunity. She spent her entire life preparing for Ram to come. And she cried when she saw him. She couldn't hold back the tears. And she said, let me wash your feet. And he said, you don't have to. Your tears have already made my feet pure. And she said, let me feed you something. I tasted every berry myself to make sure it was sweet enough for you. And when she had Ram totally captivated and mesmerized by her devotion, she said, now I have to ask you to tell me what is devotion? <laughs> and Ram told her the nine steps of devotion. One of the great passages from the Ramayana. We're almost out of time. I'm not going to tell them to you tonight, but I'm sure we'll hear of them later. The nine steps of devotion where you cultivate a satsang, the community of truth, and associate with true beings and practice your sadhana and listen to the stories of the gods and learn the mantras and learn the history and apply it in your daily life. Om Sam Saraswati Namaha Namaste